Chapter Seventeen of Stories of the Victoria Cross by Frank Mundell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Storming of the Inflobane Mountain. In March eighteen seventy nine, Colonel Evelyn Wood, who was in command of the British camp at Cambula Hill decided to attack the Zulu stronghold situated upon the Inflabane mountain. He had heard that the enemy meditated an attack on the British position, and, being desirous of finding out their strength and the probable direction of their attack, he sent forward Colonel Redvers Buller, with a force of colonials and natives, to gain the desired information. Before daylight on the 28th, the climb up the steep side of the mountain was commenced. As the light became stronger, and the rising wind drove away the mist, the toiling soldiers could see a number of Zulus taking up their positions round some stone forts upon the summit. Presently, the foremost of the troops halted to take breath and to allow the remainder of the force to come up. Then, with a loud cheer, all rushed forward towards the heights. A short, sharp struggle followed. The Zulus were put to flight, and the stronghold was won. The top of the mountain was a broad plateau about five miles long, and broken up in many places by immense hollows. There were also a countless number of caves, and in some of these the defeated Zulus took refuge. Buller and his men at once set to work to drive them out, and though the enemy offered a stubborn resistance, they were compelled to seek safety elsewhere. The soldiers then returned to the place where they had ascended, and discovered to their dismay that the Zulus had received reinforcements from the mountain sides and were preparing for an attack in overwhelming numbers. At the same time, another company of Zulus was seen advancing at a run from the opposite direction to cut off their retreat. It was now necessary to return, and Buller accordingly gave the order. Down the precipitous path the troops retired, exposed to the almost incessant firing of the Zulus massed above them. Some idea of the perilous nature of the descent may be formed from the fact that the soldiers had to jump across openings three or even four feet wide. Many of the mounted men had their horses shot under them as the enemy pressed upon the rear of the little force. But for Buller's heroic exertions, there is little doubt that the troops would have been massacred. By voice and action, he cheered and encouraged his men. Though he had been in the saddle for 48 hours and had received a painful wound, he covered their retreat in person. Again and again he charged the foe, so as to allow his followers time to get clear of the fearful maze of rocks. Many gallant actions were performed during that retreat, 
but those of Redvers Buller shine forth like a planet among the lesser stars. Six lives he is known to have saved personally, and how many more by his orders and example it would be difficult to tell. Captain Darcy had his horse shot under him and was forced to retire on foot. Being an officer and at the rear of the force, he was a special object of mark for the dusky warriors, and he was in great danger of falling into their hands when Buller came up. Taking in the captain's danger at a glance, he reined in his horse, assisted him to mount, and carried him to the main body. Lieutenant Everett, who had been dismounted by the same cause, had also to thank his commander for his life. A trooper of the frontier light horse, whose charger was brought to a standstill, completely exhausted, would have been instantly slain by the Zulus, but for the timely arrival of Colonel Buller, who carried him in a similar manner to a place of safety. For these three gallant rescues, Colonel Buller received the Victoria Cross. Another soldier who distinguished himself by his humanity and daring on this occasion was Lieutenant Brown of the 24th Regiment. The mounted infantry were being closely pressed by the Zulus, when one of the troopers was thrown from his horse and was in momentary danger of being overtaken and killed by the swift-footed enemy. Seeing the peril, Lieutenant Brown galloped back to the man's assistance under a heavy fire and assisted him to remount. Later in the day, he performed a similar action with equal success. But for the lieutenant's prompt action, both of these men would have lost their lives. For his gallant conduct, Brown received the highly prized decoration. End of chapter 17